0: Hey what's up my name is DeAndre Kiera, And this is Natasha Mina And you are tuned in to a new episode Of Just Let It Glow Podcast How you been mm-hmm. Natasha Or Tasha since Hello. now You want me to call you Tasha. <laughs> Tasha Thank you so much I appreciate
1: that <laughs> Even though I've been calling her Natasha For like ever I think it's so conservative To call me that It's like very professional Um I okay just feeling a little under the weather but same but
0: i'm i'm here yeah you know we gotta show up
1: (laughs) 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 we we troopers out here right what's Um, what's
0: going on um i've i've been all right you know just trying to stay busy and focus and all that other good stuff keeping bad energy out accepting the positive Mm -hmm. taking my own advice i know that's right what does that look
1: like keeping bad energy out Stay to my damn self. <laughs> <laughs> so just isolating yourself.
0: Isolation and then just um, kind of just interacting with those that it, it makes me feel okay. Like I feel safe to,
1: you know, interact with, you know? Right. Okay. And, that yeah, makes sense. So. It totally makes sense. How about you? Yeah, I mean, you know, just enjoying being home still. Um, while we can, right? Wow. <sighs> I feel like the city is like, like, all right,
0: y'all, if y'all could go downtown to eat,
1: everybody got to yeah, be able to. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm just, even a thought of going back full time, just, right. I, I can't, it's yeah. really depressing. There's
0: so many people <laughs> that are like, I no longer know what it's like to get up.
1: Yeah. Get dressed, go to work yeah. and be there all day around other people. I'm completely checked out. I've been checked out before that. And but... then there's
0: so many people that um started new jobs during the pandemic. That's true. And they Created only their knew own. that they're they only knew their coworkers from like message board and meetings and then they're going into the office like, Hi. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You know they've been working there for like six months.
1: So that's yeah. funny. Yes, it's a lot. So hopefully, you know, I just, I feel like it's gonna be a hot summer. Like mm-hmm. it's these weird weather days. One minute is 90, the next it's like coldest that, shit outside. Yeah, this no was reason. like the weirdest Memorial weekend ever. It, like, was, it was so freezing. crazy. And I felt so bad because it was like two carnivals my daughter wanted to go to, but she couldn't because it was raining. Uh, so I was like, yeah, and then it was cold. It just was, Mm. Mm. i just stay right now what did you do for
0: the holiday um nothing
1: nothing no i cooked oh well that's something
0: yeah i cooked (laughs) my own dinner (laughs) was it grilled food in the oven by way of the oven made barbecue chicken that was about it look you do what
1: you gotta do (laughs) Um,
0: but yeah it wasn't it wasn't giving holiday weather so i wasn't even in the mood like i wasn't even thinking about like a burnt hot dog. I don't even eat beef no more, so I don't even know why I said burnt hot dog because I don't even no. eat beef. You so. could have had like a turkey. Is there nasty? Oh, I was about to say the Turkey hot I don't eat hot dogs, so I don't eat I don't know. like hot dogs either. Oh, my God. I yeah. used to think my mom would torture me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. lady, you know
1: I don't like those. Yeah, I can't do it. I, um, you know, I, I got food brought back to me though. My cousin hooked me up. So that's always nice. the best when yeah. you get the plates without having It was platters it. too. It was like two heavy ass platters. I know that's right. <laughs> she gave you a country <laughs> cooking platter. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what she did. So yeah, shout out to her. It was um, good. All right, you ready to get in these topics? Yeah, what's going
0: on? What's what's, uh, new for this week? Right, so Naomi Osaka is a tennis player, and she recently decided not to do the French Open, I believe, because um, she has really bad anxiety with the press, and she has opted out to speak with them, and she was given an ultimatum of either you speak with the press or you don't play. Is that part of
1: her contract?
0: I'm um I'm not totally sure if it's a part of her contract or it's just like a rule they pulled out there is, you know?
1: Okay. You know how like sometimes
0: Yeah, you know how like when you have a job they'll be like amongst other things not
1: mentioned. Right. Well like what Monique did Um, with the whole thing with Oprah and Tyler Perry, and they fell out because she didn't want to do press for it. She said she wasn't getting paid to do press. Correct. So she didn't do it. It was just assumed, Mm -hmm. that type of thing. Yeah,
0: I think so. It was more like that. But what I I think the real thing is, is that a lot of the tennis media is very harsh on black women. I can see that. Um, Very racist, very... um, Just nasty.
1: What you mean, though? Like racist, huh?
0: Like just say things that are like very, like they'll speak to, you know, white tennis players and others just a little kinder. You know how they treated Venus and Serena Williams over the years, like that type of badgering, calling them angry and, you know, making cartoonage of them and things like Um, that. So the tennis – Media hasn't been gracious to black women at all, and I guess like she's a young girl, she just refuses to speak to them. Um, it makes her uncomfortable. She says she gets anxiety. She's been depressed since 2018, right. um, and that's when she was when she won, right?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: And she's been kicking ass though. Right. So for real, is tough to to them because she's doing amazing. She's an amazing athlete, but I I wonder, you know. How hard of a decision it can be is just to say, you know what, well, fuck it. I'm not
1: playing then because I'm not about to talk to these people. I mean, I feel like, to me, it sounds like she's setting a strong, firm boundary, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know what, I, you know, if I told y'all this is what I don't feel comfortable doing and you're forcing me to do it anyway, okay, I can show you better than I can tell you, because I guess that was supposed to be a threat, and she said, okay, y- y'all thought that she was just going to give in, and she said, oh, okay, well, I'm just not going to play then.
0: And then there's also things where y'all get, up, they get upset about certain things that black athletes do. I think, like, she was wearing... Different, like, bracelets or shirts and stuff that had, like, a lot of the black men and women that were killed by police and they were upset about that. Oh,
1: yeah. And a lot of people
0: felt, and, you know, with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee and just different things speaking about, so so, different athletes speaking about social injustice. And they're like, just play the fucking game. Just play. Like, just be an athlete. And now she's like, I don't want to talk to the media. And it's like, y'all just said, play the game. Right. You don't have to talk. But now that I don't want to talk to you...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's basically <laughs> do what I want you to do Usually when I want you and to do it. be a puppet. It. Yeah, it's like, you know, dance, little nigga dance. That pretty type much. Of thing. Pretty and that's much. a shame. But good for her for standing up for herself. Um, I don't know how this is going to pan out from what I read. She's extremely rich already. Um, right. It's not like she couldn't play in a different aspect, maybe not professionally, if it, you know, worst case scenario. But... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I feel like you should stand up for how you feel. And if mm-hmm. she doesn't feel comfortable, you can't force a person to be somebody that they're not. Exactly. Just because I'm an entertainer. like, And I always questioned that. Like, um, what was the singer Summer that didn't Walker? show her face? Oh, so no, yeah. Not- that's yeah, the one that didn't. I always admired that. <laughs> Could I
0: just say, my mom? Um, I was on the phone with her, and she was like, Deandre, I cannot, she don't call me Deandre, but she was <laughs> like, I can't, um, get this damn Lady Gaga song out my head. And I was like, What's the song? She was like, I want to see. <laughs> and I was like, girl, that is Sia. <laughs> she said, who the hell is
1: that? <laughs> I said, that right. song old oh, as shit. It really is old. But they done brought it back out for TikTok. <laughs> you know, shout out to them. But yeah, like I understood when she came out not showing her face, I respected that mm-hmm. when she said, you know, I want to be able to walk down the street as a regular person. For sure. You know, and not have to be bombarded with, you know, the press and paparazzi and asking, answering questions. Some people, just just because I'm talented doesn't mean that I like attention. I feel like even Beyonce says that. Like, right. you know, I'm shy. Yeah, I, she, she might be a good entertainer. She knows how to turn it on. But that doesn't mean that she's an outgoing person.
0: Right. And it seems like when they're on their platforms, they turn the shit out.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: she's a great athlete to watch, See. put on great performances Beyonce their awkwardness doesn't radiate you know when they're performing but when you probably put a microphone in their face or they're just like going through the motions and sometimes you can just turn it off
1: turn it on and turn it off you know what I think it is too with every uh, person that we just talked about it's Practice and doing something repetitively mm-hmm. and then being caught off guard. Cause maybe I'm good at doing something that's more scripted than I am, and I can perfect that craft, than I am with mm-hmm. you just throwing some questions at me randomly. Some people aren't quick on their feet with conversation. It makes them very right. really uncomfortable because now I have to really think, answer appropriately, you know, especially on the platform. Right. You can't just talk and say, you know, I didn't F that bitch that I was just playing. She pissed me off. Like you have to be politically correct, you have to right. be very mindful of how you. You said things, because people even pick apart what you said, even if it wasn't negative. Right. You know what I mean? So, I get that. And,
0: like I said, Tennis Press hasn't been, like, particularly nice to black women, and they they really try to tear them down sometimes with the comments that they make, and just very weird comments. So, I get it. Fuck them people. Yeah. Speaking of fuck them people... (laughs) Akbar V is uh, in Philly showing her fucking ass. So, she done before. Lost, well, <laughs> got surgery and acting a child. <laughs> first of all, they wrote a. Uh, um, somebody from Philly made a fake eviction letter and was like, <laughs> she got into the fifth to get out of Philly. <laughs> Sure. She's still here? They said for fighting people, showing ass, and playing with religion. We don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> What's she doing with religion? You know, she be talking about, um, she said, like, a lot of Muslim terms in her red now, Because, you know, everybody knows Muslims in Philly. And she, I don't know. Like, I keep seeing her say, mashallah, and inshallah. And it's like, girl, why do you keep saying that like it's a Philly term? Like, this is somebody's religion. Right. But you saying it over, like. Beanie Siegel beats and shit like, What's wrong with you? I, I but don't know. um she basically had the whole Philly on her back <laughs> this weekend. So where did end. the fight
1: start over? What happened?
0: So all right, let me give a reference of who Akbar V is because <laughs> <laughs> No, right. know these people. Aguari V was, um, she's a rapper and a TV personality from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta.
1: Rapper is very loosely said. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, and she was beefing with Lyra Galore. That's like an Instagram model. She's from Philly. Right. And Alexis Skye, who's also on Love and & Hip Hop and a bunch of other bullshit she got going on. Right. Lyra Galore and Alexis Sky had a booking here in Philly. Um, I think at one of the strip clubs. I think it's that club that um, that's in Southwest. I forgot the name of it. But, yeah, they had a booking out there. Um, Lyra Galore is from Philly, so a lot of her friends were there with her. That was from the city. Um, some, for some reason, even though her and Alexis Sky got beef, Akbar V decided to show up. When they were leaving the club, you can see Akbar V and Alexis Scott arguing. And but they one, took
1: a picture together, right?
0: Right, and from at this point, all we see is like them arguing. You see one of the girls that were probably in a section with them start arguing with Akbar V, and you then you see another clip of Akbar V spitting at the girl, and the mm. girl spit back, and Akbar V spits again, mm. and they, they they couldn't get to each other to fight.
1: Akbar was by herself.
0: She was with some niggas. Oh, okay. She had no bitches where she was with some niggas. I don't know. But what I'll say is, if that bitch would have spit at me.
1: That's so nasty. We just when talked I said,
0: about this. I said before I hate spitting. Mm-hmm. But if you try that to spit at me, shit. I don't give a fuck if that shit don't touch me i it. It would have took an army of people to get me off her fucking ass. That's some nasty. I shit. would. I would find out where she was staying. I'm not even a rowdy bitch,
1: but <laughs> by spitting at me. Yeah, that's some nasty shit. That's you, some nasty shit.
0: And then the thing is, um, Lara says later that the girl Akbarvi came to the section on some weird shit. They let her stay. They, you know, she kind of did some kumbaya shit with Alexa Scott. And then she was starting shit the whole night. She and seems then like the time. You know, and then so some of the people that were in the section like, yo, what's up with you? Like, what you got going on? Like, they ready to fight. And she like, oh, don't mind me. I'm drunk. Yeah. And um, she just kept trying these people. I, I think sometimes people don't realize, like, pretty faces here, like, Girls are the girls are cute, but they're not like sit down and not do nothing. Cute, right? Like even the weirdest bitch you meet in school here is gonna get down if she
1: has to. Like you can't be playing that bully shit here. I think that she just she's just strange. And they already. What I don't get is what was the purpose her saying something to Alexis that they already had an issue. I guess she
0: wanted to, since she was in Philly, I feel like she found out Alexis was in Philly, and since she'd been staying here or whatever and moving around in Philly like she from here, she Mm. felt like she can punk her here without realizing that Mm. they were in a section full of like people they actually knew, like real Philly people they knew because the other girl is from here. And I think you... Thought that you were about to say like you can move anywhere however you want to type of shit, but they wind up arguing on Twitter and in the month in the midst of this, Akbar V made claims about Alexis Sky's uh, special needs child, right. and she kept you saying special needs and that Alexis Sky don't need to be in a club. Then she used the R word. Right. Then um she said that her child was brain dead, which.
1: Stupid! If she was brain dead, right? She wouldn't, she be, wouldn't here. be like <laughs> she wouldn't be. She here.
0: wouldn't be moving. DMX is no
1: longer here because of it.
0: Exactly. Like, learn your terms, because her child is not brain dead. Like, what is wrong with you? And she claims that because Alexis I said, "Go find her five kids that she need to take care of." <laughs> but I <laughs> feel like. <laughs> calling her child the r word and saying that her child is bringing it that's not the same thing as somebody telling
1: you to be a parent i feel like neither one should have brought children up
0: i mean but is <laughs> it bringing children is it talking about the kids though
1: when you um It's talking about parenting, which is, you know, I I feel like she knew it was a soft spot. It was irrelevant to me to what they were going back and forth about. Because now, I'm not saying that Akbar is right, but once you open that door, go in places with people that have nothing to do with it, whatever comes out, right or wrong or indifferent, you open the door. Let's Mm -hmm. see. Let's keep arguing about what I did, what you did. Don't bring up her and the kids that she don't have, because we all know she don't have them fucking kids so and that's a whole nother conversation you knew what you were implying
0: right and you kind of can't say like i feel like when you live it when you open up the crack to hell a little bit yeah you can't um get mad when somebody stepped fully into that exactly but it is um it is disgusting
1: yeah it was you know it was very low class very low brow as expected yeah, I don't um I don't justify that. I think it's really low-hanging fruit to mm-hmm. talk about a child um, with special what well, intellectually disabled. Um I think that is it's like you know taking candy literally from a baby. Like, oh well, you know, it's, it's just unnecessary. Yeah. And then the fact that you keep, you know, people get mad at Alexis Scott and then throw around uh, these alleged drug use. Oh, you're the reason why. And it's like, well, where is this even coming from? Like, people have, you know, kids with special needs every day. I was about to say. Where? It. So why didn't the hospital take her baby away? Exactly. Like, why? Why does she still have, you know, custody of her child? And mm-hmm. I, I, she's actually an active parent right. so you can talk about her having all the needs and stuff that she wants but you could tell that little girl is very much loved and Alexis might be out here in these streets but I will say I don't pay I don't follow her closely but when I do see lives and stuff I see her be on live with her fucking baby yeah. all the time she is not ashamed of her child at all so you went there knowing what mm-hmm. you were doing but again like I said Alexis that was unnecessary for you to go there mm-hmm. too I don't what did their beef even start over before like the original um, thing because I don't
0: remember I guess we, I think I so. I'm happy on living Hip Hop. Alex- uh, Akbar V was getting jumped and Alexis Scott didn't jump in.
1: Now... Because they was friends before, right? Or yeah. like on the show or yeah, something? Yeah, on the
0: show, I guess.
1: And Carly Red is something. Alexis had issues with Carly and wasn't Akbar there defending Alexis or Yeah, something? but when... I
0: think... Um, Tokyo Vanity and light Skin Keisha was trying to fight her. Alexis Scott kind of, like, didn't get into it. Okay. But I wouldn't expect her to. I mean, right, you know. Like, it's just certain bitches that you can hang out with. Like, it's certain people you might go get a drink with. Right. Might go to the movies with. But you know, when it's time to fight,
1: they yeah. might not do the expectations, shit. Expectations. You can't have yeah. the expectation. They right. might not do shit. And right. she just
0: wanted those people. Um, but what I will say, she was just like, Oh, you in the clubs and stuff, you need to take care of her. But it's like she actually was in the club getting paid.
1: <laughs> right. And you came <laughs> in the
0: club to bullshit. Right. And it comes to a point where stop bringing up people fucking kids. Just stop, stop that weird shit. Right. Because what she said about you is, okay, you know, you don't take care of them. That's something you stated. That's where it's out your fucking mouth. Right. Was that you didn't have you didn't none of your kids live with you and they didn't live with each other. That was where it's out your mouth on national TV. For your
1: storyline.
0: Yeah. For you to use the R word with this lady's child and then make claims that she was brain dead, that's not brain dead.
1: Yeah. It was just very even it
0: but if you The thing is, like you said, if she was on cocaine or all of that, she would not have custody of that child. Mm -hmm. Like, just understand the way that, you know, CPS and all of that work. If she was on cocaine, well, she might have custody of them because, you know, they go through shit now. Right. where they try to keep the kids with their families but it would have been known to the world that this bitch was on coke
1: yeah it would have been on her. I just want to know what did she gain from saying that like just evil just you know mm-hmm. I don't know I just think and what's, what's ironic to me is and the part that was the lowest of the love is that, that I felt like at one point they really were cool and to know that yeah. I couldn't be cool with like no one and, and you were around that baby you were that's what I'm saying like that's so fucking Low, oh my god like you've been around my child so this is the type of person this shows it says a lot about your character um and just even with that and I don't want to get but people when y'all it, when people talk about babies in general I hate that shit mm. I hate it I hate it I hate it don't talk, you know, a child is innocent. Yeah, you might, you know, if you want to make commentary, people think that, I don't know, for some reason people like, judging babies like it's their fault that their genes is the way it is and they came out looking what you don't consider <laughs> socially acceptable. Like, you know, and just like with genes, I, that goes with, you know, intellectual disabilities too. It, you know, it could be something mentally wrong. It might not have to be anything that you can see, right. but it's still a child. Like, it's yeah. just weird as shit. That shit I, they, they didn't ask to be here. Yeah, it's just that's just not cool. So yeah, you know. get her, get, get that bitch get the eviction letter. Fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I just and the funny thing is, Candy don't even I wouldn't even know if she was Candy's cousin. It seemed like Candy went out her way to not really tell that. Like, uh, you know, yeah, we are cousins. And that was another thing. She called. The, she was like, "Bitch, you was
0: homeless when you was pregnant," and I'm like, "We literally watched on a show that." You didn't have a place to stay, and Candy helped you get an apartment. Right. So it's like, stop putting that weird shit on it like out in the universe about other people when you've been through the same struggle. And if she didn't have a place to stay, that's what I'm saying. If she didn't have a place to stay then she got one now. Same with you. Exactly. You didn't have a place then and you got one now. You didn't look the way you look then you fuck with how you look now. That's just the way life is. There's ups and there's downs. You can't weaponize people's
1: downs, but ignore their ups too. Well, that's the issue. She's she's still down, and your rap career is non-existent. I can't name one Akbar V song. Um, mm-hmm. I only know for her being in the mess on blogs and stuff on like celebrity yeah. gossip blogs. She's always I would involved.
0: I've seen a freestyle that she did recently, and it was pretty good. But I feel like she's just one of those people where she's always gonna be, you know the the reason why she don't pop off. Yeah, you and in her bullshit. own way. Yeah, you in your own way.
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: So yeah, get her get her eviction notice. Yeah, get the fuck
1: out of here. What is she here <laughs> for anyway? What is is she doing? Work I, I here? don't
0: know. I feel like it might be like because right now, as far as female artists from Philly it's not a lot that are mainstream, uh-huh. and I feel like it's so much going on in Atlanta. I feel like she came here on some shit like I can make shit pop here. Because I'm already popular. Mm. So, and I don't, and it's like, the thing about it is, people in Philly be seeing real celebrities, real stars since like the 80s, that just be chilling here, and don't nobody say shit. Like, we've seen somebody on South Street, walk past that (laughs) nigga, and then was like, oh, you see him? Yeah. Yeah. I walked out of Ishkabibbles, and you know, the jewelry store is right there. I saw, um, I saw a, a rapper. I forgot his fucking name, but it was like a major, like Houston rapper. Right. And I just I was did like, did you
1: say it was um? If I wasn't Pimp C, right? It no, was he's Bombay. dead. Bumby, yes, <laughs> I saw Bumby. That's what it was. You say he's dead? I don't know when this happened. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead now. I don't know when he was, was dead then. <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> he said no. He's dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was, uh, bitch, Bun-B. y'all see the ghost. <laughs>
1: Oh, but okay. you didn't say nothing. You just seen him walk. I'll
0: I just see him walk past. It's happened like a, a few times. People definitely right. don't give a fuck. Yeah, like they don't. It's just
1: regular shit. They'll
0: just right. like they'll just
1: look up. Deal. <laughs> I told you, me and my cousins in a Will Smith video. It never came out, by the way. <laughs> but, like, and we was, like, talking about Jada Payton, and me and my cousin got mad because she was, like, trying to talk all, like, kind of heavy to us. And we was kids, and we was like, who is she talking to? She was like, y'all not hype enough. Y'all got to be like this, and y'all supposed to jump up and down. And we was looking, That's like, why that
0: fucking video ain't come out, because you y'all acting stink. ass fucking kids. I was mad. I was... I wanted to, um... Be in Cassidy video because he was on 52nd Street and uh-huh. recording and my mom would not let me go. I could have been a motherfucking okay. star. She did what not let me What would you
1: have been go. doing in this video? This Bitch, I would have been doing <laughs> the Wu-Tang, the Harlem
0: <laughs> Shake. I would have been killing that shit. I was a little ass kid. What, what song was it? I think, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. It probably was on some hood, like one of them hood shit joints. That, oh, that the hood that. shit is hood shit. Yeah, like some hood shit. Probably was I on a DVD or something. Done. But I was mad as fuck, like... No. My friend would like, really want to be in there. Oh, he recording on 52nd Street, come outside. I was like, No, no. <laughs> just oh my just blocking my dreams. Yeah. Um, speaking of blocking, let's talk about these bonnets and Monique is Oh God. So let me say this. She's another one. I really do like Monique. I crack the fuck up when Monique is on the scene. Do you? Yes. I think Monique <laughs> is funny as shit. I really be cracking up. She really makes a scene. But you talking about like now? or you yeah, talking
1: about I like back in the day? Now, one of my favorite movies is Welcome Home Roscoe Jenkins. Are oh, you talking? I'm so when I'm saying back in the day, I mean like her art. And yeah, not, her her art. Like I'm talking her, her, and her antics now. No, oh, okay. I don't.
0: The personality <laughs> is just
1: she okay. just not the real Monique. The, the actress. yeah, like her CD in scenes, and I think she's okay. funny.
0: And even with the whole thing, like we spoke on earlier, like the Tyler Perry's and stuff like that, I do understand. How she felt about that, and I do understand the disrespect that she felt um, about that situation. However, I feel like she tends to place her foot in shit that wasn't meant to be in there. So, um, over the weekend, a viral video, a viral um, photo went around of these girls at an airport with a bonnet, and someone kind of questioned, like, why do women do this? Um, a lot of people were talking about it, like, you know, given different reasons why they might wear a bonnet outside of the home, Um, uh, Monique decided to make like a 15 minute video talking about how we should carry ourselves in the streets and, you know, just have some respect and love for yourself because when you go out, people have to, um, see you in a certain light and you are a beautiful woman and not to, um... Show yourself like that—that that less than blessed. But the thing is, Monique is on the video with a bathrobe and no <laughs> bra, hair a little fuzzy duzzy mm-hmm. and people are like, you know, it's kind of contradictory. You're on TV, you know, you're on the internet for millions to see with no, with your titties hanging. Right. And the fucking rule telling us to, you know, present ourselves in the best way. Now, me personally, like I said before, I didn't like when, and I'm going to contradict myself, but I didn't <laughs> like when Derek Jackson's wife got on the fucking camera looking crazy with the bonnet with him explaining about why he cheated on her. I felt like she should have came out popping. That's
1: just me. No, it's a different context. Yeah, but... That's how
0: I feel, but I'm just saying I can see. both.
1: no, they're two diff- but totally different. When things. I
0: see people like at the airport or like at the nail salon or something with a bonnet on, I don't usually wear. I don't wear bonnets and stuff like out. Right. But I understand. I don't give a shit when I do see it. Right. I don't think twice. Like at the airport, I don't think twice about it. I just be thinking like, oh, it's an early flight.
1: But that's where my brain is. Like, bitches wear baseball caps all the time. Yeah. I don't see people saying, oh, you shouldn't wear a baseball caps, women um, right. that don't wear bonnets. I don't think you should wear a baseball cap out in right. an the air flight. If I'm on a flight, I'm going to sleep probably, and my mm-hmm. hair is fucking right, bitch. So when I yeah, get off yeah. of here, did you want me to walk around just in rollers and stuff? Like, what do you want? I'm not here. This flight is not for you. Don't look at me then. Like, I don't understand why Why does it matter if I'm wearing a bonnet, if I'm wearing a fucking scarf, as long as I'm not looking crazy as shit, like, really fucking crazy. My hair is not soaking wet and I'm walking through there with a fucking towel wrapped around or something like that. I was like about that. to say, like, from
0: going to, like, a PWI, a predominantly white institution— right. The, the black girls, we always came, like, our hair was done. We never, like, none of the, I never see nobody in class, like, wear scarves or nothing. Right. We always had to look very presentable, right? Even if you had a scarf, it would be ways how we, like, do it so it don't look mm-hmm. too hood. Right. And I would be rushing to class trying to comb my hair out, make sure I'm, like, halfway decent, and I would just see white girls with their hair wet from the shower mm-hmm. and trying to do that little stupid bun, but, like, you can visibly see water dripping. Mm-hmm. And nobody say shit. Yeah. Inappropriate. Like, if I walked out the door with my hair wet from the hairdryer, like, without blow-drying my hair, y'all mm-hmm. would go in on me.
1: Exactly. I just—I don't understand what was the purpose of Monique saying anything. Like, you know, she's giving me Steve Harvey vibes. And this Mm -hmm. is why I can't stand him. I don't like people or older celebrities that always um, have advice to give for something negative like let's give uplifting advice why don't you give something that's motivating why don't you you know say oh I really liked this instead of talking about what you don't like it's, I mm-hmm. feel like every time I hear Monique you're complaining about something you're giving advice and you calling people babies and all this shit like I'm not baby I don't want to hear about you and daddy like I don't I just I, right. you know, to me even that's, that's inappropriate right. Monique I don't want to hear I get uncomfortable hearing you call that fucking grown man daddy you're not in the bedroom bitch I don't want to Scary. So you caring about bonnets does not mean anything to me. Like it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So she just needs to let's girl. Let's just leave that where that said. Girl, like it is bigger fish to fry in the world right now. You can't wear shit. If somebody wear a damn turban and they are fucking terrorists, it's like, but the why is everybody so concerned about yeah. every little thing? And Tokyo um,
0: vanity, um, she's also in love with hip hop. She made a good point where it's like Y'all do realize everybody at the airport not running to vacation. There's people that just had terrible news and had to fly back home or mm-hmm, there's all exactly. type of emergencies or... You know, you just never know. They might have missed a flight and they stayed at the airport overnight.
1: You just don't know what exactly. people went through. That's a great point, so like, actually.
0: Mind your motherfucking business.
1: Yeah, it's just it's not bothering you. you. like I'm supposed to come there all dialed up for you. Like you know it's exactly. like you said. Exactly. But if you, you see don't know me at, at the airport life. dialed up,
0: that means I'm <laughs> 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 I'm trying to see something. <laughs> I'm trying to see something when I get off the flight. Well, he already here. He he picking me up. (laughs) (laughs) Now when y'all see me do that, then y'all can talk shit about because then when you see somebody dressed up at the airport, you be like... "Ditch, you're just getting on the flight. But see, then there will be a whole other thing, But then you be though. like, damn, who
1: they seeing when they mm-hmm. get off? She got on her stilettos and shit.
0: Because I've seen it, and I always be like, "Oh, she got a date straight from the port.
1: Ain't nothing wrong with
0: it. And I would be like, dang
1: it. <laughs> it must be nice. Yeah.
0: It must be nice. But speaking of nice, so we have some... Um, we saw that the Rose Vibrator that is going viral is on amazon so apparently it's a vibrator that also is like a clit stimulator yeah and apparently these reviews have been going wild and they can't keep it off the shelf like i'm looking at it right now and they say in stock in a couple of days
1: and what is this one what website
0: amazon so it's about 56 dollars
1: that's really And it's on Prime. Oh, you can get that so, shit today. Okay, you can get that t- tonight. <laughs> you wanted that shit tonight? You get it tomorrow you morning? You should get ready for your little weekend.
0: Yes, you'll get it by Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to um, read some of these reviews to Natasha because this is funny. So this girl, this is funny. She kind of—I'm gonna show Natasha. I will. She got this ready ass wig oh, <laughs> twisted. God. And like a shock face or I'm going to read y'all her review. She said, y'all, the picture explains it all, but I got to tell y'all what happened. I literally took this for a joke until I used it. Okay, so I got ready and I laid down. Y'all know, trying to see what the toy was about. I read the instructions, made sure I had it right and turned it on. The first setting had some vibration and felt good, but I wanted more. Oh, After shit. about 30 seconds, I turned it to the second setting and 15 seconds later water you know like the uh-huh. water emoji and so much is so hard y'all my body froze up but I was shaking at the same time I instantly went to sleep this girl looked crazy as hell uh let me read she it put the- her picture up there yeah I'm gonna show you <laughs> she said I can honestly say this rose has made me contemplate life look Gosh. at things differently <laughs> <laughs> let me start off by saying I've already ordered a second one just in case something happens to this <laughs> oh, one. Damn. <laughs> She got a backup this shit just I've in case. Never been more in love than I am now. Oh, how can my God. one little thing like this make all your problems feed away? <laughs> I can't wait in, to put the kids to bed. <laughs> I even went out today and purchased a new outfit just for her. A little lace never hurt no way. She's going in my safe with all my most important things. Stop reading and order YouTube oh, right now. Shit. Thank me later. <laughs> this bitch says she bought live. Right. Somebody, <laughs> wait, this shit said if Peter had 10 apple, apples and ate none, that was the. Review line. She said, I'm not even going to lie. I love this role so much. I've nicknamed him Thor. It made me cut. It made my cut off game so strong. I don't even want to be bothered with no human. Not stepping like little Thor. (laughs) Oh, shit. This shit is so funny. So,
1: well, that's making me curious as hell. I'm going to tell you that. No, this girl got a
0: video. I would play it, but I don't want it to get flagged. But, um, it's funny, yeah, this what is it is underwater
1: funny. or something she's showing it under <laughs> no,
0: she's just- show- talking about how she started off on the floor, and um, yeah, shit just got real.
1: <laughs> she started off on the floor, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I got questions about that. Why is she started on the floor? uh, she said
0: she they said not to lay on the bed because then you're gonna get stuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That shit sound a little dangerous. That's, this
0: shit sound like I'm going to be cutting.
1: I ain't got time for nobody this summer. That sounds like your nigga, if you married or you in a relationship, he won't throw that shit. Y'all going to be fighting. Like, yeah. that shit will turn domestic over a fucking toy.
0: It was a review where a girl used it with her husband. And he, like, had the rose on her and he was controlling it. And, you know, she tapped out, and he thought, like, she was about to turn over, and he was about to hit, and she had nowhere <laughs> left in her. <laughs> she was to
1: She was dead. That shit knocked her ass it off. Clean That's she she Love you.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> love yeah. So, have a good night, baby.
0: If y'all order it, let us know. <laughs> yeah, shit, I might I might I'll, let y'all I'll know. I'm pretty sure.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: going like to let me. you know. <laughs> when I start really talking to niggas crazy, like,
1: Look, I don't got time
0: for this. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rose got plans. So right. Like, I'm like, just good. I'm good. You, you coming like over if, here or not? It's, like, it's right. not that deep. Like, you don't have to.
1: You that really shit's some dangerous to. shit, though. Because Somebody
0: already waiting.
1: Girl. Charged up. What's that's up? some shit. Once you go to that level where you getting, you know, satisfied in that way, it's, it a, is hard it's hard to, deal to go with back. bullshit, it and is it's hard, hard to, to go back with... to a regular human being though. Yeah, it is it's, it's not. It's, uh, it's incomparable. <laughs> you cannot compare the two. No, you can't compete with a strong ass vibrator. No, you really can't. It's nothing you could do. Mm. You're not, especially something. if it's the kind that charges up. Is it battery operated? Or is it charged? Charged up? Oh shit! <laughs> say, uh, I'll well, it, too, just in case something.
0: My birthday's happens.
1: coming up so. Uh, <laughs> 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 Anybody I... want to give me some? <laughs> If I get you there for you, baby. <laughs> girl, I'm gonna take like, like four lunch. different people gonna buy you one for
0: your birthday. They are gonna listen to this and be like, "I'm gonna order this for this." <laughs> I'm gonna
1: have more than enough. Exactly like that girl said. You can never have too many. Okay, it's like fucking candy. What I'm gonna get a
0: different color. <laughs> <laughs> if I get that, you are gonna be like, Good "Girl,
1: bitch. such and such already bought me one." <laughs> girl, I, I probably wouldn't even say nothing. I'd be like, "Thank you, none of y'all you. enough. <laughs> just have them all in the tub. just ready." Yes, All right, let's get into this throwback. Oh yeah. Okay. So um, this week we decided. Um, well, Deandra really wants me to talk about okay. this certain. Uh, what does she consider an actress? A Hollywood starlet. A, A sexual icon. icon. Right. That's yeah. what I was about to go with it. Um, so who we are talking about is Marilyn Monroe. Um, everybody's favorite pinup girl. Um, you know, we all have some type of memorabilia. do you have any mem- memorabilia of her? Like, I, I have a know. shirt with her face on it. No. I got a picture on my wall. Like, no. <laughs> most people. But have what I some am is going to of... get D- Dorothy Dandridge. Okay. Some normally people have some type of Marilyn uh, memorabilia. She's you know we all know extremely uh, popular in American history for multiple reasons. So one of the things <clears throat> that I learned from doing a little bit of research on her is, um, was that her mom had mental health issues really badly and was institutional institutionalized. So she um, was in foster care um, for a lot of her, the first couple of years of her life. Um, If you guys can hear the ice cream truck, I'm sorry. I'm trying to talk a little louder than it. But she also, even though she, you know, was linked to, you know, people in Hollywood, um, she was really known for being um, pro-black during the time when it wasn't popular to, you know, for, you know people being segregated and, you know, desegregated and all of that stuff. She was, like, really black-friendly. She was known for dating. I think she was actually married to a mobster. Um, And, you know, allegedly sleeping with the president, uh, JFK, and his brother. I was about to say, and the brother. (laughs) (laughs) And the brother. You know, not at the same time, but you never know. Um, Mm -hmm. But... So, what people don't talk about, of course, it changes the thing um is the fact that even though we all put her um uh, well, Hollywood has put her on this pedestal as being this like sexual vixen um Marilyn had another side to her, so we all know, or I'm gonna assume most people know that she did pass away um from a drug overdose um It was suicide. She had attempted suicide many times in her life before she was successful. Um, Besides that, though, I'm going to read you guys a little excerpt. I just finally pulled it up. Okay, so... It says that um, Marilyn was a very mentally ill woman with complete low self-esteem. She might have looked pretty, but at times smelled horribly because (laughs) she didn't bathe unless reminded or forced to by her staff. Marilyn would eat in bed, then place the dirty dishes either under the covers with her or under the bed. Um, She had to constantly be reminded to change her feminine hygiene products Um, You know, pads, tampons um, Or she would keep them in for days or weeks at a time Um, Marilyn's use and abuse of her body Is how she got put on in the first place in the industry Because of her low self-esteem She started out first by being the USC football team's stress reliever uh, Basically a pass around And she eventually became the Kennedys and Giacanis as well um, another thing that I have read about her is, you know, that she was known to talk in like that raspy, sexy voice. Um, mm-hmm. uh, when well, they said that it was actually because she had a stutter coming up and uh-huh. her, um, like a speech therapist had told her to do like slow, shallow, you know, when she would talk, use shallow words, talking a, a, a slow, mellow voice. And then it just kind of picked up to... It transitioned to, like, oh, it's sexy, but in all actuality, it was more so her measuring um, how she pronunciated words and stuff so that she wouldn't stutter. Okay. So.
0: And I wanted you to talk about this because I guess people don't get that that's a sign of, like, severe mental health issues of not washing and mm-hmm. having to be instructed to do these type of things that you should just be able to do, especially right. as an adult by yourself. Like, these are really huge mental health disorders, and they, these are things that people ignore. Right. You know, and an adult, you shouldn't have to, you know, at, you know, in normal ways, tell to change, you know, their pads or to wash or mm-hmm. not to put you know, dirty food underneath their beds. And it's just interesting because so many actresses during that time suffered from real mental health issues as well as, like, Dorothy Dandridge and all of these people that were in that circle, they were really suffering in ways that were, like, ignored and the way um, they were, I guess I want to say, like, idolized, you right. know and then media kind of like pulled them down like with Dorothy Dandridge and she has real if you watch the movie she had a real anxiety about sex you know okay but she's a I sex siren yeah she has a real anxiety when it comes to sex and she freaks out and was um, she taking advantage of she was um you see sh- her mother was a lesbian her mother was also an actress. Okay. And her mother's lesbian lover um was watching her and they had to call her aunt. Her and her sister had to call this woman aunt. Dorothy um hung out late and with one of the Nicholas brothers. And um at the time she was still a virgin. She came home late and the quote unquote aunt, she was very, you know, studly type of woman and she was like, Are you fucking, basically? And she kept saying no, she said you're lying. So she stuck two fingers inside of her forcefully oh. to see if she still had her hymen intact. Oh my God. And I don't I'm not sure how true that is to like what really happened, but I did read article like where she really she didn't she wasn't as sexually liberated as people would have thought she was. Right. And just like, you know, we have Marilyn Monroe as a standard of beauty, and she has, you know, severe depression where she doesn't even wash most days. Right. They prim her up enough just to be on, you know, on our posters and on shirts and to re, yeah, like to re have different people reimagine her. Mm -hmm. It's pretty sad. And they kind of leave, and they always leave that part out because they want to focus so much on her sexuality
1: where it's like most days this lady didn't even want to clean. Yeah. And she you was, know? you know, taken advantage of. Um, right. A lot of men, you know, passed her around and she wasn't really like respected. She didn't she wasn't respected for her crap. She was more so like uh, I don't want to say a, a prostitute, but kind of, you Pretty know, much. I mean she was what the first full spread for Playboy. Um, so that was an accomplishment, but it, it's Playboy, so it's it's kind of putting her in that box of again sex, yeah, pleasing men. But it becomes interesting because many Playboy bunnies,
0: like Anna Nicole Smith, yeah. later idolized her, yeah, who she also did. had like real serious mental health I- health issues, had right. similar you know upbringings. And mm-hmm. nobody t- wants to talk about this stuff that, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Like y'all kinda use her as like like basically like shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Like abuse the fuck out of this lady's body. Even to even now that we have post you can go in the Ross <laughs> right now and you gonna see uh eight by eleven poster or Everywhere. whatever.
1: Everywhere.
0: And somebody probably had to force that lady just to get up yeah, and wash that day. Yeah. And that's, that's like a, a real sign of depression. I think people That's know, extreme
1: depression too. Extreme
0: depression, like hoarding.
1: That's like about say, if putting she food was, underneath your cover. Yeah, I was about, about to say it's hoarding. Yeah. You know. That's like why shame. would you have
0: like pads for days on?
1: Or tampons in you for days? Yeah,
0: that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially back then, you know, everything was toxic. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, let's get into these unpopular opinions. Oh, okay. You
1: start off this week
0: because I ended last
1: week. Last week was so... Funny. <laughs> it was very, very <laughs> intense. Um, Not intense. <laughs> it was intense. We we got into some, you know, popular movies, and um, I definitely will say that it changes the way that I look at certain things. <laughs> Where the heck did I put mine? Um, we might actually have to... Uh, okay. I don't know, I got it. All right. Um, okay, so one of my pop well, unpopular opinions, um the ocean is really trifling. <laughs> <laughs> and I love to see, I'm a water sign. I absolutely love going to the beach. But when you really think about it, like, I'll I'll catch myself like, oh, you know, this pool. Like, I went to uh, swim uh, at L.A. Fitness last week with my cousin, right? And, um... The whole time I was watching everybody else in the pool and like I seen like, you know, them wiping stuff off their face. And I'm like, oh, God, is that snot or something? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking all these things. But when you think about the ocean, I feel like we all as a society, I mean, like, and this is worldwide. We all just accept the fact that the ocean is really trifling and we get in anyway because mm-hmm. people pee In the ocean, people shit in the ocean. You have to think about people whose period is on and they are Mm -hmm. wearing tampon stuff, or maybe they aren't. Dead bodies. You know how many bodies live in the sea that has never been recovered? And we swim. (laughs) And then that's not even talking about wells that you know eject sperm out there. You know, everybody said that's why the damn salt the ocean water is salty, because it is well sperm. Like (laughs) you just (laughs) say. I'm not you serious, but now I can't hold it because of this damn whale sperm. Like, bitch, you in their habitat. It's just so fucking nasty. Like, if you think about it, the ocean is trifling. You get no. that water in your mouth. Oh, my like, God. Like, just think about people. All the snot that comes out of people's noses, trash, oil spills. Like, it's so many factors in the ocean.
0: No, I'm not going to lie. When I went to um, Miami, we were in a yacht.
1: Uh-huh. And I didn't. My friend was like, Ooh, Get "Wait, yeah, but Let's
0: talk about that. What? What, what was that about? It
1: was a little girls' weekend. Oh. We was in a <laughs> And
0: how was that? It was fun. We had a good time. And was the niggas on there
1: too?
0: No, it was oh. like a girls' weekend.
1: Okay, but still, you know, nice little flex. <laughs> was
0: it niggas on there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> bitch, bitch, if, if it a good was, time. I would to say it on air. <laughs> <laughs> but no. um... She was like, get in the water. And I was not trying to get in that nasty-ass water. I just kept thinking, like, Egh. It looked
1: nasty. It was clear.
0: I just always be like, stuff going to touch me. Like, I don't yeah. know. I am i don't know. I'm weird about things. Like, I'm wanting to, at, like, a cookout or something, if I see one bug, then I sun- suddenly think they're all crawling on me. Yeah. Like, I'm weird <laughs> like that. But, no, once I got in the water, I didn't think about nothing else. But I definitely did, like... Take like a nice nice shower as soon as we got back. Like, you have
1: to. Like
0: I was like I was drawing. Like I was scrubbing, scrubbing.
1: It's it's a lot that goes on and we just as a society just accept ignore it. it. <laughs> that's funny as shit. But like nobody is like, we're not getting in the Atlantic City water. Right, like, <laughs> right. But you know, it's like it clear, I don't care what kind of water it is. That's funny. It all ties in. Yeah, but <laughs> so that's, I, that's, yeah. that's one of that's my unpopular funny. opinions.
0: Um one of mine is big at pop culture. Um, and I hate to say it because I do think this young woman is very intelligent. And okay. I do um, I do respect her a lot. And I think that she adds something to, um, like, a younger perspective. I can't stand Willow Smith on Retail <laughs> Talk. <laughs> I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. Uh, look, <laughs> Have argued with me about this. and she like,
1: yeah? <laughs> what Yeah, she. No way. And I just be like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Like, girl, and you then, been like, here for seconds. The only seconds. person I
0: like is Grammy, and I just yeah, be like, Jada, I, I can Grammy. tolerate. But then as soon as well, I feel like she's trolling me. Like as soon as she says. <laughs> yeah 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 and it's like I really like Willow as a person I think she's great I think she's good for like you know just questioning different standards that have been placed on us I think that's really dope like but I really every time she says oh yeah. Can you stop
1: fucking <laughs> making her voice? I, oh,
0: yeah. It <laughs> aggravates me and I'm like, this bitch is doing it
1: on purpose. <laughs> she knows oh, that I hate God. it. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because she's so young and wet behind the ears. I think to most people, when she's um, agreeing or putting her two cents into issues that seem more mature than her or her knowledge or and, and experience, definitely experience, then it seems kind of like, what the hell do you know? Like, right. you know, are you just, were you just one of those kids that sat around the table and listened to grown conversations and right. now you think you know about it? Because you did know about LA it and been in the industry. That's like,
0: she probably really, really like 30 at this point. And um, mentality. Well, I mean, and
1: look how, the, you know, her
0: parents seem to raise raised them
1: very much um, at a mature level very mm-hmm. early on.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: because let, <laughs> be really. let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. your just, I, I just would again just, because <laughs> let me be quiet. <laughs> we ain't dead popping yet. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Oh God! All right. Um, I'll keep it light. Um, money equals happiness. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That shit equals happiness to me. I feel like now I will say this. Um. If you if you really think about it, even with this stuff, if people, I think, lonely, if you're a lonely person, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It's not going to make you feel loved. I think that's where people confuse money equating to happiness because, for me, I'm very happy spending other people's money. I love going out to eat in nice restaurants. I love going shopping. I love not thinking about my bills. I love not having to think about, oh, you know, I can't afford this, or am I going to get my hair done, and am I going to use this credit card? Yeah, basic basic shit. Like, you know, oh... Like, I can't eat this, you know, I want to eat seafood, but I can't, you know, because it's, you know, out of my budget. Or, you know, I want that organic food, but it's out of my budget. Like, I think that money, you know, people always say this, but I, you know, nigga, break my heart. I'd rather fucking cry in a fucking Range Rover than a fucking, I don't know, Toyota. No shade yeah. to anybody that's driving a Toyota. But then again, <laughs> if it's money, money, bitch, I ain't crying in a Range Rover either. Exactly. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll be on the jet, like, oh, you know, when my way on to my ass. Ass, like yeah, <laughs> like you know, he really did me fucked up. But come on, but really going no, no I outfit? agree
0: because <laughs> I feel like most things that people, when people say that, like, oh, money doesn't equal money gives you access. Access mm-hmm. gives, and it gives you access to fix things. So if you're exactly because, like, you could be alone.
1: Like right. I could be alone,
0: right. but I don't necessarily feel lonely. Right. Exactly. And if I feel depressed, I'm. As a rich person, I'm gonna be fucking the suicidal. As, as
1: poor, right? Like <laughs> you would have been out of here. Yeah, <laughs> a long like, time
0: ago. Like it gives you access to get therapy, mm-hmm. you know, medication, a life coach, um, a dietitian, a nutrition—all yep. these things that can help you yep. become happier. Yeah. And a lot of times when people say, "Oh, you know, money doesn't bring happiness." Bitch, give it to me and let me test it out. <laughs> I was going to say, give, give it, it to me. I think I'll let be all right. Let me test it the fuck out. I'll be all right. Now, does it does it make you happy? Yes. Yeah. Having money makes you happy. Does it provide, you know, everything in the world to you? No, but it gives you a chance to experience and get things that you want. Exactly. And it gives you a chance. And then, of course, it gives you problems and you got to deal with other stressors. Right. But at this point you're not in survival mode anymore exactly and i think that's what people don't understand being in survival mode is a lot it's mm-hmm. fucking draining it's too much sometimes so it's a lot. just taking that away yes
1: lord and
0: then i can, like having the money takes away having to survive right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if i just have money then that's like all right Now, I don't have to worry about bills. I ain't got to worry about my mama bills. My grandparents is good. My siblings are good. Everybody, my friends, my family, everybody's straight. Right. You know, I can deal with my shit. Exactly. Cause now I got Oprah's therapist.
1: <laughs> I got this person's dietitian. Right. I got private chefs. I don't chefs have to cook. Yep. Yeah. People come to your house and do your they, hair. They do it my hair. I got a whole salon in the fucking crib. If I got anxiety, I ain't even got to deal with nobody. If exactly. I, don't fucking want to. I got a pool. I could go swim. I it's got okay. a jet. okay. I got access. It's okay. But you know what? Like you said though, I really do think that people confuse. Um, having money, and when they say about the happiness part, Mm -hmm. you know... It, it goes deeper than just, you know, material things. Like you said, it's about, you know, having the access to do other mm-hmm. things. I can travel the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I can spend time with, you know, my child. I can focus on things that matter. I can be a humanitarian. I can volunteer and do whatever the fuck I wanna do. I can literally do whatever the fuck I want to. However, mm-hmm. I think where people get it confused at is people with us, people that at a certain, um, you know, Financial level, they think that money, you know, you're so privileged after a while, you feel like you can fix everything and when life happens there's some shit you mm-hmm, can't change, mm-hmm. money can't change like maybe somebody in your family close to you gets diagnosed with cancer or something and there's nothing you can fucking do about it Right? it's like then that's when the depression comes in so you have to know, you have to be realistic about it, right. like yeah you can have money but it's, you know yeah you might have access to the best doctors but you're still a human being, we're right. all going to pass exactly. away so one day, you know so anything can happen. I could die in a car accident or something. Mm-hmm. Money's not going to you know. Money might actually make it worse. You know, like Jay Z said about his nephew. Right. Maybe if I didn't have money, he wouldn't have been driving that car that that he got that got killed in. You know and, what I mean? And The thing is that's
0: guilt of over you feel like you did so much. You did this, you did that, and it didn't fix shit. And it's like, it can't fix. Mm -hmm. Money can't fix everything.
1: Exactly.
0: But the things that it can fix can provide some fucking happiness. (laughs) Like a motherfucker. Like, Of course, (laughs) like like with Jay-Z, for example, that's one of my favorite songs. But it's like, you Mm know, it took his mom out the hood. You know, his nephew could have got killed from being in the projects. Yep,
1: that's true. You know,
0: we can't write history. Sometimes it's just like, things are supposed to happen when they're supposed to happen. Right. You know, um, you ever like, read a book or something about somebody cheating death several times and like, Yeah, redoing course. it and redoing it and redoing it and they, 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 retrace their steps over and over and over and avoid this thing, this thing and then something else happens. It's just like, that's just things how life is supposed to go. Right. Our lives are already written. Yeah, I'm
1: trying to get to the chapter with the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, money, I'm trying to get my body together. That's the chapter I'm trying to get to. I want right. all to the come together. The
0: things that money can <laughs> fix can provide happiness.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: in, even in that, you know, like about death and you know terminal illnesses. Yeah, it right. does not. It's not going to change.
1: Right. You know,
0: it can yeah. provide access to better healthcare.
1: Right. It can
0: provide access for more comfortability in your last days, right. and it can provide access for griev. You know, grievance counseling and things like that. You know, mm. we know people that experience so much as at a young age, and nobody gives them nothing. Right. No therapy. No nothing. Yeah, that's but, true. But you know. Fucking Susie Cakes in L.A., living in Beverly Hills. You know, parents are divorced, and she's immediately in therapy. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that's excess.
1: Exactly. Because they're not in different. survival mode. Exactly. Like, I'm exactly. trying to get the hell out
0: of here. <laughs> baby. Exactly.
1: But, um, yes, let's get into our boss bed. Yeah, so this week... um. I decided to choose a close friend of mine, Lorraine. Um, she has a company called A Touch of August, like, you know, the month of August. Um, what it is is she created um, organic... Um, all natural hair um, hair care products so she has Mm -hmm. like body butters that and everything that she has you know can be used in your hair and on your body you know your skin as well Um, she has oils she has um, hair butter and she has a flaxseed gel Um, So you guys need to check her out. I know that she also makes some other things, but, you know, it depends on the availability of the products. So check her page out, though. Um, It's a touch of August. A-T-O-U-C-H-O-F-A-U-G-U-S-T. Yes, yeah. we love hair care. Yeah, hair care, especially all natural, organic. Yes. You know, and her hair is like, oh, God. This like girl gorgeous. Beautiful hair. Yeah, she really did. Yeah, we so, haven't
0: even, like, good. touched about, like, hair, hair yet. Like, uh, ooh, we love
1: a, I could That could be a whole podcast for me. <laughs> it can be. It can. <laughs>
0: but, yes, shout out to her. We love hair care around here. Yes, definitely. Here Yeah, so we're going to get into the glow up topic now. Mm. This is a topic that's really, I struggle with. So we're going to talk about, we then, (laughs) we're going to talk about forgiveness. Mm. And before we even, I'm just going to say, I haven't mastered this. I need to glow up from this. Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. such a hard time fully forgiving
1: people. Yeah, me too.
0: And yeah. I, I really do try. I really, really do. I think my thing is, I have like an elephant's memory. Yeah. I don't forget anything, and it it starts to bother me. And it's like I'm letting people get away with stuff.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. I like, did it. And I, I suppress a lot of things. Correct. That's part of my issue. I suppress a lot, so I've. I haven't forgiven things that I haven't even spoke about. Right, right. (laughs) And then something will happen, it'll trigger me, Mm -hmm. and then I'll get mad all over again. But honestly, if I'm being totally honest, I don't think I really try to forgive as hard as I should because um, it's a defense for me. Mm -hmm.
0: Because
1: if I forgive, then it's like I have to let it go. And I don't want to let it go because I don't want you to be able to do it again.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I I think I've forgiven A lot of things You know Mm. Things that I can understand You know um, Things that As I became an adult I understood more Of the situation And even though It still hurt me I have a better understanding Why it happened You know Right And The things I can't forgive Is usually things I don't understand Or things that I feel like it didn't need to happen. You didn't have to do this or this person didn't have to treat me that way or say this to me or, you know, do this, you know, egregious thing towards me like you chose it. There right. was no real reason for it. It wasn't like something that could be where where it was necessary. Right. Those are the things I have trouble forgiving. Yeah. And um, like for instance, I'll say, you know, I forgive my father for being a drug addict, right? Okay. Like it's a mental illness. Right. But what I can't forgive is the blatant neglect that happened because of his drug issue, you know? Okay. And the neglect that still continues, you know, now. Right. So those are, it's two different things for me. Like I can forgive you for being addicted to, you know, drugs or whatever like that, because it's a mental issue. It's a sickness, you know, it's something you have to overcome. But it's things that because of your issue that happened, I feel like I can't forgive
1: the neglect. Um, Do you think this is an ego thing of why it's a neglect and maybe you take it differently than what it is? Probably. Probably. Yeah, Does it sound like it might be an ego thing?
0: And I really have a big ego, you know. <laughs> I'm do. talking about him,
1: <laughs> not you. Because <laughs> oh,
0: it's hard for people to be yeah, sure. held accountable. Because yeah, you know, It's, that's it's to the come accountability. Up. And it's mm-hmm. the, what I realize with a lot of people that were um, former drug addicts, they also have issues with having accountability about things that they may not remember or the things that they do not understand and they don't understand how this is their fault because they feel like, well, bitch, I wasn't even there. But it's like, no, this is your fault because perhaps you should have been. Right. Or, you
1: know. Or things they want to forget.
0: Yeah, things they want to forget because they go through these programs, and they, you know, Mm -hmm. they forgave it themselves, so they feel like you should. Like, I'm not that person, and I get it. Right. But everybody has to go through their own things. And I think, and then on the smallest scale of forgiveness like forgiving a friend I could forgive you but like I I told somebody you know and I talked to you about it it was I could forgive you um, even though you didn't even say like what you did or you wasn't even holding anything accountable or being honest but can I say that the relationship gonna be the same would I view you the same do I trust you the same no
1: Mm. So is that really forgiven then?
0: Yeah, to me it's like clean slate. I don't I don't have no issues with you. I don't have no ill will. Um, I I don't hate you. you know what I mean? Like okay. I wish you well. However, does that mean I have to have you in my space? Right. Like can I just say can can we just be like, hey, hi, what's up? you know right Like do we have to
1: become the best of friends now? Because I can forgive you. I see. And I think, so me and you have similar ways of thinking. I agree with what you said. But I look at that as not forgiving. Mm -hmm. Because if that's the case, I feel like that's just saying, okay, I'm over feeling upset and I can be cordial. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't think that's forgiveness. I think it's more so like, oh, you know, um, I can speak. I can be around you. You know, I might not say negative things about you, but... I'm not gonna bust it up with you no more. I to me, I don't know. I just feel like that means I don't forgive you. And that's that's how I look at it. And that's just what how I feel I am with most people. Mm-hmm. Once one little thing happens, I have a very hard time of getting past it. Um it's a lot of things that I will say in, you know, other people's defense with me, I don't speak up enough. Right. Because I Same. try to minimize confrontation. Um <clears throat> but then it's like it's, it's, it boils underneath the surface with me. It's always mm-hmm. there, and, you know, something will happen, and then I'm like, you know, I think about everything. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? If you had a Ben spoke up, if you had been did this— you know, th- so now you have this whole, like, ledger, uh, this file cabinet in my head of shit that you did that you probably aren't even aware of. Correct. And mm-hmm. now I can't... So you're looking at it like, oh, is this one thing? For me, it's a fl- lot of things. Yeah. And I just, you know, let it slide, let it slide, let it slide. And I just don't know how to move past it. So, you know, I wanted to... I feel like we should talk about it because it's something, at least if we are being honest and transparent about not you know, knowing how to overcome it, at least being honest and open to admitting that it is an issue. Like, it's something I want to do because I, do. I want to be forgiven for things I've done to people. Yeah,
0: and I think also, like, I have a thing, like, where I don't fuck with apologies for the most part because I be feeling like people, you just, I just be like, you did you did this because you wanted to do it and you just saying, like, a blatant sorry. I don't like Any it. apology
1: or? Most
0: apologies. Really? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people can say sorry and do the same shit.
1: Yeah, but some people's like, can't why do you are doing sorry something.
0: and you keep doing it and I keep telling you that you're doing this. Well, and you yeah. just keep saying sorry and it's like you're not really sorry cuz when I apologize, right. I hold it accountable and I don't give no excuses. Right. Like I my bad. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't know I did that. I'm sorry you felt that way and right. I'm not going to do it again. Right. Like, now that I know that this bothers you, I'm not going to do that.
1: Yeah, you know? but see, you, I feel like you. that's actual work, and a lot of people don't want to do it. Like yeah. a lot of people will say, you know, I don't think it's malice behind it a lot of times. I just think that people say what, you know, OK, I'm sorry, but they do it again because they're in their own world. And that's how maybe they're used to interacting with you. Yeah. That type of thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of And I, I think factors. for, with for it. me,
0: I think people don't realize I'm as sensitive as I am. Okay. Like, I'm like a bitch got feelings. Like, right. I am sensitive. And I think, like you said, I'll be like, I think I'm tripping. Right. Like, all right, Beyonce, you doing your crazy bitch shit. Right. It's not that deep. So, like, it'd be like a plethora of shit. And I'd be like, bitch, you really don't fuck with me. So, why are we friends? <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Or, yeah, me too. why <laughs> do you want to be like with men? Like, nigga, you don't like me. You keep right. doing this shit. And then you keep coming back, and it's like, you don't fuck with me, for real. So why the fuck do you keep bothering right, me? Yeah,
1: right. Like, what,
0: what? what is it? How many times are you going to keep apologizing and doing the same type of shit over and over and over again? Like, it's stupid yeah. to this point. At this point, you're making a choice. And I think, like, I want to forgive a lot of of people <laughs> yeah. like I want to be able to forgive I've worked on the Scorpio vengeance like I don't ah, get vengeance mm-hmm. on people anymore I don't <laughs> seek retribution or I don't wish people hurt for hurting me no more right. but I really still it's for me like forgiving a lot of like I could forgive most things like there's very like trivial things like I misunderstanding amongst friends or my right. family trivial things, but when it's like somebody is causing my anxiety to flare up or causing me emotional distress, I really have trouble with
1: forgiving that right. Yeah, I agree. And I, for me, disrespect is at the top of the list. Period. When I feel disrespected or if I feel as though somebody intentionally has um, did something maliciously against me or, um, you know, like you said about anxiety and stuff, you know, if I have a way about me, if I don't like, you know, if I have a social anxiety, which I kind of do, um, if you know I have that, don't point out. Uh, symptoms mm-hmm. or things that are because of my social anxiety when we're out and about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's just It's simple things like that that I feel like people just, um, I don't know. They're just not sensitive to. But ironically, but that's a whole nother thing because, you know, ironically, though, I'll say this, the ones that do it the most are the most sensitive people that I know. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if I said half of the things, you know, and but then... I don't know. I just I'm working on it. I, I feel am. like we it's just work work and, in progress. But
0: I I haven't actively I haven't actively been working on it. Mm. And mm. I want to. And I think the first thing I have to start journaling more. Okay. And not just when I'm upset,
1: or right. like
0: when like I really need to like I just really have to start writing stuff out more and read it to myself and being like okay, right. It's not that deep. Because right. when you keep stuff in the back of your mind, it just be, like, there. and you, And no, it's I like agree. there are small things, and they're just building up. Yeah. And I also have—and I don't want to be a person where everything is a problem, but I also don't want people to keep feeling like certain things don't bother me. And right. I feel like I just have to make sure that when I do say—and and I, and I tell a lot of people this— When I do speak, it might not, it might come off like I got an attitude because I don't have much emotion behind what I say. Right. And I'm just like, look, when you did or didn't do this, this, that, and a third, it bothered me. Right. Like, it hurt my feelings. I've felt like a way about that. And it's not, and I try to avoid conflict because I always feel like now they're going to be on a defense and feeling like Like, it's going to be a confrontation. And I hate confrontation because I also know I'm very patient. And then after a while, I'm going to be like, who the fuck is this person talking to? And now we just, now we we doing some shit that didn't need to happen. Right. So I just need to make sure that, like, I create a space where people understand, like, I'm not being, like, on no rah-rah shit or trying to check you. I'm just saying, you know, as a person in my life, what you did fuck, fuck me up, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. No, and I, I really, I think, I'm trying, and it, it's like when I say people got a clean slate with me, they do, like, like I don't hate you, I don't want to not do, you know what I mean? I don't wish no harm on you. Right. But certain things, is just like, how you moved was so funny, right. and you are not giving me no real explanation about it I kind of had to still sit you in a corner over there
1: yeah you can't unsee
0: it I can't unsee it Mm -hmm. because I seen a part of your character that I don't really care for Mm -hmm. and I won't trust it yeah I get that and I don't know if that's a me problem or a you problem but either way I'm not I'm not cool with it right Because it's been times where I've forgiven people for stuff, and I'm like, "All right, that's just how that person is." I let them know that I didn't fuck with it, and then it came and bite me in the ass, and I'm like, "Damn, you stupid bitch!"
1: Right, right. <laughs> like I damn. definitely want to know uh, what you guys think. I want to know. You know, we want to hear. How you deal with forgiveness or, you know, situations where, um, you know, you've actively tried or you couldn't forgive and why. Yeah. Um, let us know in the comments because I definitely want to hear. I, I just, I want to learn. This is something I want to yeah, learn. Yeah, I do want to wanna learn. But I, wanna I don't go want, like
0: then. cliche therapy stuff mm-hmm. like, no, iyala uh, of no, forgiveness I'm a real shit. is, you know, that whole forgiveness is for you, not for the person. I hate it. We that. understand all the day right. Do not come with it. It's Please today. don't. Please, Please be don't. on some real, you know. And if you're struggling with it, let's um off try to figure out ways to work together to get through this. But right. it's something that I definitely want to grow up from because I feel like not forgiving is really childish.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Like, it's so childish, and I'm trying to, like, elevate and then not carry things with me because you start to carry in other situations. Yeah. But um, that's our show this week. Yeah. Thank so, you guys for
1: tuning in again. Yes, we, you know, every week we tell y'all we appreciate you. We love you. Yeah.
0: Um. So, as always, follow us on Instagram at JSTLetItGlow. We're on Twitter at JustLetItGlow. Um, we're also still on Apple, still on Spotify and SoundCloud. Yes. Remember to rate and review on all the different platforms. We appreciate all of y'all coming through. And um, as always, we support you on your glow. Yes. And we hope you have an awesome glow up this week. And let us know, like we said, what you think about this week's episode. Take care.
1: Yeah, definitely. Bye.